0: the net where every week we provide the internet with the life hacks that they demand i'm matt heron jeff
1: i'm louisa heron we've done it i say that a lot i feel like
0: yep that's pretty much your your starting show catchphrase at this point it's good
1: it lets us relax in the space because we've done it of course so here we are we've done it it would be better if you
0: said like let's stop recording now we (laughs) we finished it (laughs) and it's over and now you can go back to your life we've
2: completed the podcast This is my final form. You could yell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that
1: is what I like to yell.
2: Become uh, Super Saiyan Four. Mm.
1: How many Super Saiyans are there?
2: Oh God! Don't make me answer this Look, question. Yeah, this is not a <laughs> okay, this is right. not a knowable thing. <laughs> no, it is, and I know it. That's why I'm telling you. Don't oh, don't well, make no, me then. the infinity of countable Super Saiyans. Uh, it's just that they added more when Dragon Ball Super came out. and yeah, when the,
1: they make a new series, they always gotta have more.
2: Of the, the more ones are so much more complicated.
0: I liked the ones where they got more monkey like. That was fun. Mm. Yeah,
2: what that's. Was
0: it? S- SSJ. 5 was the one where they had like fur all over their bodies?
2: Uh, I think 4. I don't know four. if they go beyond that in GT, which is not considered canon anymore. Hmm. we can't we can't but i want to (laughs) i love the the, idea the
1: guy who's being chained to the wall because he's gonna be a werewolf and he's like you have to chain me out you can't let me do this but he just keeps going on and on about
2: it (laughs) we've talked about
0: how dragon ball z is both incredibly good and incredibly bad at the same time right
1: yeah so i just remember everyone has a food name which is ridiculous
0: not everyone some people have underwear names oh man yeah bloomers and trunks Yep. damn
2: it. Except yep. for Isn't some Picad reason Is
0: her dad also in underwear?
2: I think so. I don't know. Briefs?
0: <clears throat> yeah, something like that.
2: It's really weird that they decided to transliterate her name as Bulma instead of
0: Well, if if her name was Bloomer it would have given the whole thing away. Right. Just like if they named uh, if they said that uh, Goku's like native name was Carrot instead of Kakarot. I see. No, that would have been fine. <laughs> I mean, what's good about Dragon Ball Z is that on the surface it seems very serious, but actually it's dumb as hell. Every second of it is dumb as hell. Mm -hmm. Um, And it knows that, and it's fine with it. Mm -hmm. So I feel like they need that that slight veil of obfuscation before you realize how dumb it is. Fair enough. The episode where uh, where Goku and Piccolo get their driver's licenses is, is like the best cartoon ever done
1: either everybody thinks that or you've told me about that before cause I
0: definitely yeah i think it. it's that i've told you about it before because a it's the only episode i remember and b i absolutely love two gigantic monster muscle men crammed into cars with little nerds driving around <laughs> that's the greatest thing yeah
2: <laughs> just like oh no we have to wait a couple months for the manga to catch up let's do an episode where they go to driving school
0: it's so great and they're like we know how to fly faster than any car. Why can't we just do that? And then Goku's wife is like, I need you to get your driver's license so that you have, like, a government ID or something. It's so funny.
2: Yeah, uh, right, because he's an alien from space at that point. Yeah when we first meet him, he's just some kind of weird little naked jungle boy and we don't really know what his deal is. And then he's just into the mm. West at first. Yeah. It's hard
1: to get a social security number if you're just a naked jungle boy and shows up.
2: Yeah. Yep. <laughs> A naked jungle boy who shows up.
1: <laughs> that's the scroll at the beginning of the show. A naked jungle boy showed up. Yeah, and that's now our heroes.
0: That's the pop-up video for uh, Tarzan boy.
1: <laughs>
0: Dumb. That's Dumb. Jeff, about as
1: comprehensible as any of the lyrics to that song, though.
0: It's true, Jeff. Put put that song at the end. Thanks, of the episode, Jeff. Please.
2: I I don't know what you mean. Just give me the other, Jeff. Uh, what
0: episode? <laughs>
1: Oh, man. Uh, oh,
0: well,
2: that really kills the momentum every time you
0: do it, Jack. <laughs> yeah, I love Which it. I know is why you do it, damn it!
2: Uh, <laughs> there's so many... Okay, so I'm looking at a list of Super Saiyan forms.
1: Oh, okay. No, no! <laughs> <did they> <laughs> you just question?
2: said you couldn't do this. I know, but I couldn't stop myself either, and we didn't really move on. <laughs>
1: Jeff's yeah. going Super Saiyan in the way that means he has to explain Super Saiyans. I
0: just want the record to show that I tried to move us
2: to talking about Tarzan Boy instead. Yeah, yeah that's just an adaptation of the manga Dragon Ball <laughs> oh, in pop song fuck, form. That's so true. <laughs> who, el- who else could be the Tarzan Boy but Goku himself? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Night to Night
0: is about when Piccolo blew up the moon. <laughs> okay. Gimme the Other is about when... Uh, what's his name? One of the Ginyu Force was able to steal people's bodies and become an alternate version of themselves.
2: Okay. It all makes sense. It's all coming together. Jungle life, I'm far away from nowhere. On my own, like Tarzan boy. Yeah. What does that mean?
1: Yeah, were they German or something, that band? They have that uh, lyric writing, which is like, I don't really speak English that well, you know? One hundred percent. They wrote the lyric Italian. and they're like, "Wait, ah! we, need,
0: <laughs> we need one more syllable." Tarzan, yeah, boy, <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Tarzan guy, I think would have been better. Even yes, I'm in love with the Tarzan guy <laughs> <laughs> on my own. Like that Tarzan guy.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Although the ta- the song title "Tarzan Guy," I don't think would get as much radio play.
1: <sighs> yeah. I don't know, Barbie Girl did all right. I think Tarzan Guy could work. Ugh. Yeah, maybe.
2: No, it's... Barbie Girl and Tarzan Boy are uh, the two ends of the gender spectrum. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of these guys is named Giblet in Dragon Ball. Giblet <laughs> and Shallot are both Super Saiyan... They have, a, have attained Super Saiyan God form.
1: God damn it.
0: Wow, Giblet is really a bad name for any character. <laughs> yeah! It's weird. This is supposed to be some kind of warrior named
2: Jiblet. It's supposed to be some kind of Wario named Jiblet. <laughs> uh, no, I think one of these is uh, what, Trunks as what Wario. Think it would be
0: like if Wario went Super Saiyan. It's a guy named no, Shut Up. He Jeff.
2: would look exactly yeah, the God same.
1: Important philosophy to okay, take cover. Yeah.
2: Here. All right. Hold on. I'm, I have to Google Super Saiyan Wario.
1: If you told me, if you show me a picture of Wario and I didn't know him. I wasn't familiar with him.
2: You'd think name. he was but Super you told, Saiyan.
1: You, and you told me his name was Giblet. I would have been like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. I thought you were going to say if you showed me a picture of Wario and said that this is Super Saiyan Mario, I would believe you.
1: <laughs> yeah. This is definitely the ultimate Mario. Yeah, he's
2: spikier and yellow and bigger.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean,
2: yeah, you're not wrong.
1: That was of Wario, wasn't it? Um, when they finally settled on the one that we have now, that he would be everything about Mario, like, turned all the way up to grotesque levels?
2: No, he's just evil Mario.
1: <laughs> no, this is what I heard. Like, uh, Mario is short, so this guy's even shorter. Uh, Mario is a little bit fat sometimes, so this guy's even fatter. Like, everything about him is more. I think this is more mustache.
2: I think this I proposed hurt. this theory on this no, no, podcast. Because,
1: because they proposed a similar idea for Waluigi, because originally they had intended him to look kind of a lot like Wario, but they're like, what if he's even more exaggerated Luigi's features? Yeah, he's, he's, he's
0: you said, what if they intended? <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> yes. Perfect.
0: Uh, bad. So, when are intentions. we going to get the exaggerated toad? Yeah, <laughs> where's Watoad? Two dimensional and croaking in, in, in un,
2: incomprehensibly. That's, that's regular toad.
1: <laughs>
0: kind of yeah, is. but more. Even
2: more so. You know, if I saw Wario and someone told me his name was Giblet, I'd be like, then why does he have a W on his hat? That's not a W, that's a
0: picture of a gizzard. <laughs> oh. You don't know what a gizzard looks like. It could look like a W. I mean, it probably
2: does, as far as I know. Yeah. As far as I, a dumb person knows. (laughs) Uh, Matt, what'd you do this week?
0: I, um, well, I was going to talk about, I tried the new uh, Guardians of the Galaxy game that everyone is talking about, but it's not very good. I found it to be very boring. I'm very surprised, actually, that people liked it. So instead, I'm going to talk about another game that I picked up because it was on sale. Uh, and it, apparently it came out a while ago for uh, Apple Arcade, but it only recently came out on PC and Android as well. Uh, and that is a game called Cardpocalypse. Have you guys heard of Cardpocalypse? I have not. No. It is made by the people who made the Guild of Dungeoneering, which was like a card-based dungeon-building game where you had to build a dungeon for your little adventurers to go through, and like you could play cards, and they had to match up, and then each each room had different like traps in it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a very good game, and they made another one called Cardpocalypse, which is nominally a game, like a, a deck-building game, about creating decks of like, super-powered mutant pets that fight each other mm-hmm. in the style of a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, but the, that's the game within the game because the actual game is about you being a new student at school, uh, and making friends through this card game that everyone plays. And as you play through the game, you start to make like house rules and everything. So the social dynamics game, <clears throat> excuse me, allows you to change the rules of the card game and then build decks around the new set of rules that you've made. Okay. It's very interesting. It's like I don't know, like I it it adds a level of complexity I did not expect from this nominally an iPhone game. Mm-hmm. Um but it's really good and it's interesting the the way in which they sort of I feel like really capture the way that kids actually do care about things where like all of the kids are super into this card game. And then one person says, like, well, I heard a rumor that this card is actually banned or whatever. And then everyone starts playing it because yeah. this rumor came out, even though it's not true, that kind of thing. Mm.
1: Yeah, I heard the original version had a swear and they reprinted it. Yes, off.
0: there's a, there's a <laughs> whole plot about finding a book that has a swear in it because everyone <laughs>
2: wants to read a book with a swear in it. I mm, love It's it. very good. Yeah, uh-huh. it is good. This game is only $10 right now on Switch and Steam.
0: Yeah, it's it's good. If you like deck-building games, I would very much recommend it. It's not super long. Um, what was it called again? Card-pocalypse. Ah. Uh, the, it also... The thing that made Guild of Dungeoneering uh, popular when it first came out was the fact that part of the game was every time you died, there was like a little automatically generated bard character that would sing a song about the hero that you just played as who died hmm. and it would be fairly specific where he'd sing about like the dungeon you were in when you died and what killed you and stuff like that uh and it, they were good little songs and Cardpocalypse continues that where Whenever you get a new like legendary commander card for your deck, it sings a little song about that character in the style of an '80s cartoon
2: show. That's pretty
1: good. I like that.
2: Okay, I, you've yeah. convinced me. I've purchased this game with its DLC for twelve dollars on the Switch. Nice. Yes, I.
0: It, it's a great game, and I know Jeff. You like a game that most of the gameplay can be done while you're listening to a podcast or doing something else. <laughs> um, and that is the case here, because, like, every good card game, all of the gameplay part of it is just, like, is my number bigger than your number? And then building decks to make my numbers get bigger than your numbers. So yeah. all of that is, is very fun for someone like you or me. Yeah, uh,
2: yeah, I, uh, I've been having that itch from Inscription, but I have not gone back and played more Inscription because... Uh, my brain's like, but there's other ones. You should play the other different ones. And instead, I <laughs> lay face down on my bed, screaming quietly and do nothing. Um, Did you finish
0: Inscription? Yes.
2: Okay, yeah. I, I also can't go back to Inscription
0: because now that I've finished it, I'm like, I don't... I know all of it already. <laughs> I know the secrets behind this. I can't play the game anymore. Yeah, yeah,
2: but there's a lot of weird, cool combos that you can make in the different chapters that I wanted to go try, but... I feel less motivated now that I have completed the narrative portion.
0: Yeah. Well, if you're the kind of person, listener, who liked Inscription, um, but wished that it was maybe less horror-themed and instead was more of like a Persona-style school relationships management game, uh, that is basically what Cardpocalypse is.
2: Inscription might be up there for my game
0: of the year. Yeah, it's definitely one of my favorite games I played this year.
1: Hmm, I should try that out, probably.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's surface level, it's pretty horrific, but actually there's nothing in it that is more than just sort of existentially spooky and not actually hmm. terrifying. Yeah. I'll
1: play it on the small Switch screen, and that'll cut down a lot of the uh, tension. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know
2: if Inscription is out on Switch yet.
1: I thought it was. I thought that's what we had talked about.
2: Uh, I know it's out. Uh, Matt and I both played it on on PC. We yeah, have it on yeah. Steam. Uh, there is no version right now planned for consoles. All right, Ooh. I'll wait it out then. Ooh. now well, it's it's published by Devolver Digital, and they usually port everything to all the consoles. So
0: <laughs> yeah, it would be a good fit for Switch, especially the later levels that get more video gamey.
2: Yeah. Ah. Huh.
0: Um, So anyway, Carpocalypse is pretty good. Also, I finished watching the live-action Cowboy Bebop, and you guys, it's very good. A lot of people don't like it. I don't get it. The new ending is way better than the ending of the first (laughs) season of the cartoon show.
1: It's funny. I've heard that from a lot of people. It seems just a small sample size, but people who I've seen who said they loved it didn't really love the anime, they just kind of liked it, so maybe that's the secret to enjoying this live-action one.
0: I mean, it was probably my favorite anime. I really liked the anime, but Mm, I do think that this live-action one, at times is better, at times is worse, but the ending of the first season of the anime is problematic and shitty, (laughs) and they, they changed it just slightly, but enough that it makes it not problematic and awesome.
1: Okay, interesting.
0: <sighs> so anyway. That's fun. Uh Louisa, what did you do this week?
1: Uh I did something just yesterday. Uh this is a group watch online on social media of the Star Wars holiday special from mm-hmm. November seventeenth, nineteen seventy eight. Have you guys both seen this thing? I have not.
0: No, and That's I weird. have no desire
1: to. Fair. Uh, I'd seen it before as part of I think it was Rift Tracks, but it was uh, some of the people from MSC making fun of this, however I mm-hmm. saw it. Which definitely helped because there's a lot of um you know, it's funny.
2: Cocaine fueled <laughs> antics. The first ten minutes are <laughs> kind of. uh are what, unsubtitled Wookie garble, right?
1: That's true. That is absolutely true. They're just pantomiming stuff for literally ten minutes. <laughs> there's no They're kids, words at all. Donald.
2: <laughs> it's for kids.
1: Who cares? <laughs> But the first time I saw it, watching it again, I was completely struck by the fact that this is a special made with all access to Star Wars uh, intellectual properties, including many of the sets from the movies, uh, the entire principal cast, the entire musical score, and still it's this thing that really doesn't even have a plot. And it's centered around Wookiees, but not in an interesting way. It's such a bizarre thing. You can tell they wanted to make it a variety show, because there's little bits of plot that don't mean anything. And then they're like, well, you know, we're worried that Chewie and Han Solo are about to get murdered by the uh, Imperialist forces. But let's sit down and watch Jefferson uh, Starship for a bit.
0: I mean, it reminds me of those old holiday specials where a person is like in their lodge cabin and then, oh, my friend David Bowie just came in. Let's sing a duet together.
1: (laughs) That's pretty much it. Uh, I do recommend it for people just because if you're watching it with somebody, there's so much to make fun of. And there were moments I was actually (laughs) crying from laughing so hard because it makes so little sense. But it's so 70s. Like, you see the Wookiee's uh, treehouse and it's got, like, a sunken living room and, like, there's an eight-check player. Oh, so very good.
0: <laughs> well, you don't know what decade that planet is in.
1: <laughs> exactly. And it's very, um... Like... Just like a, uh, a Christmas special where they don't know what plot they want to have, but they want to have tension before the commercial breaks. Like, oh no, there might be an avalanche. Our friends might not make it here in time for Christmas. So this is like, there's constant updates from some Imperial officer over like the planet-wide uh, TV saying that now all the trade routes are closed because there's suspicious activity and are they, are they is able to possible- make it back?
0: Is it possible they originally planned this as one of those videotape board
1: games? (laughs) It sure (laughs) seems like it. Oh, man. Um, There's, of course, the cartoon, which is uh, famous for being the introduction of Boba Fett into Mm -hmm. the universe. Which, if you ever see, I recommend seeing that because it's a very weird animation style that's like... Like a music
2: video, almost. That cartoon was actually uh, added to Disney+, which is significant because it's the first official release of any part of the holiday special since its original airing.
1: Yes. Very good. Uh, I recommend everyone watch that. It's just a couple minutes. And it's it's kind of amazing to see art like this where it's animation. So somebody, some team of people, did a lot of work to make this happen, especially in the 70s. And it has no plot.
0: Yeah, <laughs> in my imagination, it's it done in the style of like The Grinch, uh, like who was that? Bakshi.
1: Who uh, was that Chuck there? Jones. But I know what you mean,
0: Chuck-, Chuck Jones. Yes, with the weird, like super liney people's faces, <laughs> like Boba Fett kills someone and then it gets one of those weird, big, super crooked smiles <laughs> on his
1: face. <laughs> it's, it's more like. A weird link between, uh, sort of Backshi sort of stuff.
0: A link between worlds.
1: <laughs> yeah, <Yep>. I wish. <laughs> a link between like Backshi kind of stuff, and then what anime was going to become? In yeah. a way, like you have to see it, but the backgrounds are really amazing. Yeah. Um, but the plot is basically that they're trying that uh, Luke Skywalker's trying to find Han Solo on a planet. They land on a weird planet. There's dinosaurs. They meet Boba Fett. He says he's going to help them. He helps them find Han Solo. Then there's a poison, but nobody dies, and they recover. And then when they recover, they find out that even though Boba Fett said he was against the Empire, he was working for the Empire to betray them. And then he escapes without them being able to do anything to Uh, him. Typical
0: Boba Fett. (laughs) I mean, he's just working within the system around him. Like, you can't blame a person yeah. for having a job and still not liking capitalism, you know?
1: That's true. But if you think about the things I just described, that's nothing. Nothing happened. Yep. <laughs> they went to find a guy, and they did. Another guy was going to be mean to them, but then he didn't, and he left. The end.
2: Uh, oh, did, it's excellent. Did you know that the, uh, the bartender played by B. Arthur is a canonical character?
1: That's weird because mm-hmm. she's not in the movie, even though it's the bar from the movie.
0: No, did you know that it's the same character she played in Golden Girls, and that's the
2: crossover? Yeah, was <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: her name Akmina? I feel yeah. like it was Akmina.
2: Akmina. Uh, well, she works the night shift at Chalman's Spaceport Cantina. Oh, okay. her works the day shift. <laughs> oh,
0: man, it sounds like you're about to break into a song, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to start singing like the Copa Cabana.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: She kind of does that in the movie. She sings to the tune of the Cantina Band song. She sings oh. a song about how it's time for everyone to leave the bar.
2: The, co- the <laughs> Copa Cantina. Closing time. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yes.
2: Uh, and they bad. have
1: those guys there, those modal nodes, is that what they're called? That the band. The
2: musician. music? Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, what What is the name? I forget the name of that species, but Figuring Da'an yeah, and the modal nodes is the name of the band.
1: Yep. Yeah. So I recommend watching this, you know, in the background if you're having a holiday <laughs> festivity of some kind. Because Instead the, of a Yule log. Yes! This is exactly what I recommended because almost nothing happens, so it's not worth watching. You'll just be depressed. And there's long stretches of time where it seems like they're just killing time to fill more airtime. Although this motherfucking movie is an hour and uh, a half long. So. Mm-hmm. You didn't need to fill time, this could have been a 45 minute special, clearly
2: Fillmore Airtime sounds like the name of a TV executive in a children's movie or He'd be the bad
1: guy movie, yeah. yeah,
2: exactly <laughs> It's
0: definitely the car- a character in a Muppet yeah, movie Yeah, it's
2: someone who cancelled the Muppets TV show <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Fillmore Airtime, that bastard Guys, we're just writing a Muppet movie now <laughs> uh, Pretty good
1: Star Wars is a Muppet movie, Agreed
2: Star Wars is definitely yes, a Muppet 100%. Yes. I, I always like to say my favorite Muppet is Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: uh, but you like him better than Chewbacca, your friend Chewbacca?
2: Mm. Mm-hmm. To me, Chewbacca's a person. Wait. <laughs> yeah, no,
1: no, I agree with that because he's not. his face isn't articulated in any way. Are you saying that
0: Sweetums isn't a Muppet? Because that's crazy. His face is
1: articulated. Mm, This is my line in the sand.
2: I mean, Chewbacca's face kind of moves right?
0: (laughs) he opens his mouth. But
2: those are just a man's eyes. They just cut holes out and that's a human man's eyes and then they taped the chin (laughs) to his chin so that the mouth would flap. It's not that much different
0: from the Sweetums costume.
2: I guess. That's good
0: eyebrow
1: control.
2: The fact that Sweetums has big cartoon eyes and, like, a big floppy puppet mouth makes it feel different.
1: Yeah, that's... yes. Agreed.
0: Well, I don't know. I still feel like Chewbacca is definitely a Muppet.
1: Well, if you want to find out all about Chewbacca's wife and son and grandfather... father, I guess, uh, you should probably watch this special.
2: What's his dad, Lumpy?
1: No, his son is Lumpy. His
2: dad is Itchy. Itchy. Right, okay. What is their last name? Baca. Is is it Lump Baca and Itch Baka? <laughs> it's
0: gotta be. They're, I don't think they say. If, if the naming convention that they decided to go with for God knows what reason is that they are assuming that Chewbacca's, like, actual name is Chewy, and so they had to give them all lumpy and itchy and whatever dwarf names or whatever, mm. then that means that they are saying his name is Chew-Baca. <laughs>
2: Oh uh, no his <sighs> I see. His father's his father's name was Atachitkuk, but itchy oh, for sure. I hate it. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> uh oh there's also in, in the Be Arthur scene she has to tell everyone to leave the bar and they don't want to. And one of them is definitely Greedo, but he's, she calls him Ludlow, and there's this whole, I looked him up, there's this (laughs) Wikipedia entry about how he's uh, Greedo's brother, and the only difference between the two is Greedo has a vest and this guy doesn't.
2: (laughs) Greedo's brother Ludlow. (laughs) (laughs) A <laughs> oh, Bloodlow! not even it's worse. No,
1: she definitely says Ludlow in the special, and then if you look at that page further down, there's official Star Wars merch where they just call him Bloodlow, So they're oh not yeah, even
2: sure. wanted poster I'd from like a '78 believe... publicity campaign.
0: I'd like to believe that that was a B. Arthur improvisation on set. One hundred percent. Come
2: on, you have to
1: go home.
0: They were like Greedo. Her, his name is Greedo. She's like, okay, got it. Ludlow, you have to go home. <laughs>
1: I can believe it. Uh, Yes, so excellent uh, family entertainment. The thing that really struck me this time, I knew um, all the cast uh, has said that they were heavily on drugs (laughs) to make this.
2: Except Mark Hamill, who was an innocent baby boy who didn't know about sex or drugs.
1: (laughs) The way he plays this role, he should definitely have hosted a children's TV show.
0: He should definitely have been on drugs. (laughs) Yeah, I... Uh, He didn't... He did host a children's TV show. It was called Batman the Animated
1: Series. No. and he the host of that? This is the other thing, and I was thinking about this last night, too.
0: <laughs> oh, I love Jeff's reaction. There. Go on. <laughs> the,
1: the principal cast does their own voices for this cartoon.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The Luke Skywalker voice is fucking garbage. So he must have learned over time how to be a good uh, voice actor. <laughs>
2: well, He only I has know. the one voice.
0: Yeah, I feel like if somebody came to me and was like, we need you to voice you in a cartoon, I would be like, oh, okay,
1: uh,
2: hi,
1: (laughs) I'm Matt. (laughs) Matt is related to Toad. No, but I think, yes, I agree that you're right about it uh, just being his voice, but if you listen, I, I want you to watch this cartoon, if you listen to his voice, he is doing such a bad job acting it, it's kind of unbelievable that it's... I mean he Mark does Bradley. a pretty
0: b- bad job of
2: acting in the live action movies as well. Yeah. <laughs> he, doesn't, so he doesn't he doesn't
1: just got generally better over
2: time I guess. Exactly. Yes. He didn't figure out how to act until the second movie and even then like probably the uh third one is his actually good performance of the 3. <laughs> yeah. His acting in Last Jedi is so much better right? than
0: anything he did in the original trilogy that you're like, "Holy shit, this is the same man?" Yeah.
2: It's 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 so it made me feel like we got robbed of seeing him do a good job acting and instead he just was like a punchline for 40 years. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Uh yeah. But shame. he's doing
1: that voice acting, so he's got that
0: going for him. Yeah, but it's, it's almost like when you're like 15, you're not as good at things as you are when you're like 40.
2: Yeah. Oh boy, you're definitely misguessing the ages on both ends. There. <laughs> I know. Uh, did you know that uh, the reason Mark Hamill auditioned to be Luke Skywalker was because his close friend Robert Englund, Freddy Krueger himself, said, "Hey, you should go audition for this movie." <laughs> Nice. That's pretty good. I think you'd be pretty good for it. I'm auditioning for Apocalypse now.
1: <laughs> Did he get that? I, I have no idea. <laughs> I is don't. I Apocalypse
2: don't now? either. I don't think he is. He okay. auditioned for Han Solo. Can you imagine how different of a movie oh it would be God. if Freddy Krueger oh. played Han Solo? Yeah. God, you never tell me the odds, bit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh. Uh. Anyway. Man. Okay,
1: yeah. (laughs) Um, No, uh, what I was going to say is Carrie Fisher is very clearly altered (laughs) through the entire thing. To the point where she doesn't even stand up correctly without stumbling a little bit. So keep an eye out for that if you watch. She, uh, Jeff, what did you do this week? Uh,
2: so I recently got back into the hit of summer 2016, the last time anyone felt joy or hope. Uh, po- Avatar. Pokemon Go. Oh. Avatar Ooh. came Avatar came out in the year 2009.
0: <laughs> well, I don't know. <sighs> I don't know things. Yeah. Uh,
2: I have not played it since we were told by uh, name redacted to so Pokemon Go to the polls. Um and I know this God. because uh, somebody did that. Yeah, uh, I is it, it was one of the presidential candidates of that year. Uh-huh. I hope I hope young people Pokemon Go to the polls. How do you not remember this? We all made fun of it for the next five years as we suffered, <laughs> um, and then uh, I, I knew when I had stopped playing it because I still had unhatched eggs. Uh, Uh that said, like, you got this on July 14th, 2016. And then I (laughs) walked two kilometers, and it was like, here's a Zubat from five years ago. (laughs)
1: Cool. Uh, So So is is the game good good
2: now? Is it good now? Because it was so bad then. Uh, I got
1: bored of it very quickly. There is more stuff
2: to do. I do feel like I'm going to get bored of it, but, like, there's Team Rocket to fight. There's gym badges to collect. uh, There's a lot more Pokemon to catch. Um like a lot a lot um so i don't i don't know i i think that it is um i think that it is an enjoyable thing to do while i am walking to and from work but i don't know how long i'll stick with it
1: that's fair
0: did they ever resolve the issue of it being an okay game for people who live in a city like you, Jeff, but a shit game for people who live in the suburbs like me and Louisa? <laughs> uh,
2: I think they did. Um, there's way more... I mean, it, honestly, it might just be because I live in New York and not New Jersey, but like it feels like there are more Pokestops and more ability to suggest Pokestops be added, Hmm.
1: hmm okay well that's good because yeah. yeah i would notice i'd open up my little camera and see like oh there's a jigglypuff and i would then see because it's on a map where that jigglypuff was and it was like a 15 minute walk away <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well i'm not gonna go do that
0: yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i remember the last time i tried to play it i was like oh there's a there's like a pokestop you know six minute walk from me i guess i'll head over there and see what's going on, mm. but I, ha- you had to walk across a highway to get to it. <laughs> Great for kids. Yeah. <laughs> it was, like, in the middle of the parking lot of an office complex on the other side of the highway. Perfect. Oh, man. Ugh.
1: Now, from the people I know who have never stopped playing this game, it seems like nowadays they make everything shiny and, like, the limited edition, and, like, there's a million things being thrown at you all the time.
2: Uh, Yeah, it it definitely seems that way. I keep getting notifications like, there's a raid nearby, and I'm like, I don't know what that is or how to engage with it, and I don't want to. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Um, You have to hide all your illegal hooch.
2: Yeah, I have to hide all my... uh, I hit the big button that makes the bar flip back into a fireplace.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Is that anything?
1: If you you put your bar behind a fireplace, everything's gonna explode,
2: though. (laughs) Explode?!
1: Yeah! All All the bottles of
2: liquor will explode. Yeah. (sighs) I don't know... Yeah, Jeff? I don't know if it's that hot of a fireplace.
1: Alright, fine. (laughs) This is going nowhere. It's a a
2: fake fireplace just to hide the booze. Yeah, Mm -hmm. It's just streamers of red and yellow crazy. Uh-huh. Yeah. (laughs) Nothing uh, suspicious here. I have a TV in there with that one Netflix uh, (laughs) fireplace. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I like that
1: one. There's a new one this year. I haven't watched it
2: yet. Um, what's it? Shutter, the horror streaming service, has uh, Halloween-themed ones that are like jack-o'-lanterns and stuff.
1: That's pretty yeah,
2: good. Yeah. Very smart. I like it.
0: Um, I, I was going to make a joke about the new hotness for Louisa, saying there was a new a... Uh, mm-hmm. fireplace video, but then we moved on. So I just wanted to go back and say it now. Ah, okay. Also, when, that reference is pretty funny. far out of date.
1: No one says new hotness anymore.
2: Yep. Well, Matt I'm does. pretty out of
1: date. <laughs> Doctor, I am Palacci.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> uh, are we ready to do the point of the podcast now?
0: <laughs> yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. um, so, the what we do on this show is we go to the WikiHow suggested articles page, and we put a random word generated from a random word generator into the get suggestions box. To see a list of articles that people have requested on WikiHow, and we don't write those articles. Instead, we just tell people here on this podcast what to do. Yeah. Uh, so they'll never hear it. <laughs> and the uh, the the word we got today was association.
1: Nice. Nice. Yeah. I say nice, but always we get a word, and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I can imagine interesting possibilities. And then when we go to the thing, it's always that fucking word is somehow used in computers and everyone's trying to do exactly the same thing with computers for yeah. it. Ugh, it's depressing.
2: Yeah, it bothers me. There's no how to play association football.
1: Mm. I mean, there's how to set
0: up an as- uh, how to form an association, and that could be football. You don't know. That's I guess true. That I could be literally anything. Yeah. I feel like how to start an association could mean, like, are, is this code for having an affair?
2: <laughs> yes, <laughs> I think affair is already code. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's really weird once you start to think about euphemisms and realize how far the rabbit hole goes.
0: Uh, yeah. Like a like how a rabbit hole is a euphemism for your butthole. <laughs> you speak for yourself.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Uh what does that okay, mean? Okay, so anyway, how
0: do you start an association, though?
2: Um, you you find to...
1: another person who wants to do whatever thing you want to do, mm-hmm. right? Charter. Okay. I think what does charter mean? Put...
2: You, it's what good you question. do to an association. It's how you start an association. Duh, know. come how on. do you do that? <laughs> you need to make a chart.
1: Okay, good. That's a mm-hmm. good start.
0: Yeah, It has to be a pie chart okay that I like this so good
1: anymore. I don't like it now <laughs> no I
0: like pie <laughs> oh yeah,
1: I do I, like pie okay alright and
0: it says uh, the biggest wedge says like good good things about our association and then the second biggest wedge says like not you know problems solved by our association and then the third <laughs> wedge which is very small says like people who have died while trying to join our association <laughs>
1: And you just move past that chart pretty quickly in the process.
0: (laughs) Exactly. You just make the text really small on that wedge, so it's really hard to read.
1: But then you're legally covered later when people die. Exactly. Trying to get into your association. They volunteered to be a human sacrifice for association. Several slides zooming into that
2: section of the pie chart, and you're like, why did I make all these slides zooming into that section that I didn't want to highlight?
1: Don't ask about the pie chart.
2: I I knew I shouldn't have... I should have taken that
0: class at the Adult Learning Annex about how to use PowerPoint.
1: <laughs> about how to start a cult, but not have people know that it's a cult. It's mostly about PowerPoint, though. Yeah, that's true. I feel yeah. like most, most cults are.
2: Yeah, exactly. The uh, whole point of a cult is to attain power. Mm. And?
0: No, he said both parts of it already. Okay, alright. The point is to gain power. I thought it was going to be tied together right. in some way. Mm-hmm. Fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think you could make an argument that Microsoft Office is a cult for applications.
2: A <laughs> <laughs> cult for applications. Yeah. What a sentence.
1: Sounds yeah. like something that a um really with it Priest would say in a sermon about how you shouldn't.
2: About
0: how joining Microsoft 365 (laughs) is an affront to the Lord.
1: You shouldn't put a bunch of apps on your phone because that's how a cult starts.
2: If you really (sighs) think about it, the main app is the love of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Am I right, kids? The only Microsoft docs you need are the Bible. (laughs) You know, who's, right. you know whose heart was Microsoft? Mm-hmm. Jesus's. Wait, he had a very small heart? <laughs> yeah, small, very soft.
0: <laughs> you know who excelled at being a mother was Mary... Mary. <laughs> Are I... you
1: going to say Mary, Queen of Scots?
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> I was going to say Mary of Nazareth. Is that what we call her? I don't know. The Virgin Mary? I don't know. Yeah.
2: Mary, of right?
1: There is a name of where she's from. Well, isn't there? There's a television you movie. Mary, you want to Mary of say Mary
0: Magdalene, but that's
2: a different one. Is it
1: Bethlehem? Oh, shit! If only we weren't so dumb, you
2: guys. Yeah. But there's a movie guys- called Mary of Nazareth. I assume that that means that's her name.
1: Okay. You know
0: how you know how we instantly move off of the topic of WikiHow every week? Yes. Yes. Okay. I'd like to do that now. Okay. Um, why is, does Jeopardy have so many categories about the fucking Bible? <laughs>
1: Because people... I feel like they're not doing that so much anymore. You might correct me on this, but I feel like that's because old people know more about the Bible.
0: I would say probably at least once a week there's a category of Bible stuff. Uh And that's way more often than... Like, the other things that are that common are, like, science. Right. It's wild that every... at least once a week there's, like, locations in the Bible... That's one religion's one book. Yeah, that's so weird.
2: Yeah, the I I think something that often escapes us as uh, people who are not big practitioners practitioners of of uh, faith is that um, Christianity is extremely culturally dominant in the United States to the point where it is indistinguishable from common knowledge to most people.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I it makes me wonder if Merv Griffith like signed something at the beginning of Jeopardy where he's like, Yeah, I promise that this will be a Christian educational show.
1: <laughs> well, do you remember this is slightly off topic, but do you remember when we were kids, one of the categories, like maybe once a week, maybe more, was opera. And I fucking never knew anything about opera, and I still don't. But I feel like they don't have opera as much anymore, because it's
0: not... They still have it fairly often. Maybe not once a week, but they do it fairly often. Kids these days don't know
2: about opera.
1: (laughs) I feel like that's only on there, because it's the type of knowledge smart people like to congratulate themselves on knowing. Like, nobody (laughs) likes opera, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Down with opera, I guess.
0: I, I agree. agree. I, I am very happy, though, that now they don't do sports categories that often. Yes. Um, and when they do, either it's one guy who knows all of it, and then you can see how much everyone else on stage hates that guy. <laughs> or no one knows it, and that's the best. When it's like, oh, this famous football star has a name that sounds like... can't even think of
1: a fake <laughs> football yeah. stat. Yeah
0: were you was th- he's like uh, his his name rhymes with Mangerino. yeah uh, that's and what then, i
2: thought that you were going for ken marino someone who was not very no, famous i wasn't years. i was going for dan marino the football player dan marino, damn marino, it. marino the guy <laughs> from the state <laughs> damn it we both i don't know about sports so much that i forgot his first name and you don't know about sports so much that I, you picked a football player from 30 years ago
0: well whatever <laughs> They're all he was from in that- 30 years ago on the trivia thing.
1: He was in that Hootie and the Bluefish uh, music video, I remember. Yep. It's true.
2: Definitely
0: anyway, recent. But then, <laughs> then everyone just stands there staring at the host like, Ooh. I don't know Yeah. I don't know why you thought that we would know this. Who is that for? It's not for anyone except for the like one dad that comes on every once in a while who's like, oh, I'm going to do all of the baseball questions first.
1: Well, here's the thing, though. People who are boring and have no personality but have a good memory for just memorizing things, they yeah. love sports statistics. You could have
2: just set Jeopardy contestants.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think a lot of Jeopardy contestants are like this, but also the people who feel like that's they're biased against that information as too intellectual they will still memorize a bunch of sports shit instead of having a personality Mm. those people exist there's a lot of them i believe it
0: the current jeopardy champion though is great she is a trans woman who is like super incredibly intelligent and knows a bunch of stuff Mm -hmm. and i'm so desperate for her to beat eagle-eared listeners will remember how much I hated the previous Mm -hmm. long-run champion, Matt Amodio. I was so eager for her to beat him in the tournament of champions (laughs) and also his record and just humiliate him so much. Oh, it would be so good. And we are all
2: also well, sick of Ken Jennings, too, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely, yes.
1: Oh, Ken Jennings, you had everything going for you. You you were really good at Jeopardy, then you were funny, then you were an asshole, then you just kept doubling down. Why did you ruin this, Ken Jennings? Yeah. Oh,
2: come on. He was never funny.
1: He no, had I, his moments. I, I enjoyed
2: eat. him post him becoming famous no, for Jeopardy. can't.
1: If you He's told me... He's so
2: annoying.
1: If you told me he stole those jokes, I would believe you. Fine. But he did have some good jokes. Yeah. He's just, like... He is He
0: is so awful. He is the He's embodiment... A person, yes. He is the embodiment of the online culture that believes that, like, white men win Jeopardy more often because they're just smarter than other people. Yeah. And I fucking hate that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I believe that. <clears throat> I mean, I believe what you're saying. I don't believe that thing that you said that people believe (laughs) because that is very bad.
2: Yeah, that's the philosophy you subscribe to. I (laughs) know! This is
1: how I get (laughs) cancelled. Yeah, We
2: got you, we got you, finally. (laughs) Folks, we got her. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, I have discovered that the uh, field of study where people theologically study Mary, the mother of Jesus, is called Mariology, but it's spelled like it's the study of Mario from Super Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, then,
0: then, my, then my studies about marionettes have all been forgotten. <laughs> yep. Marionology.
1: What if you did a... Puppet theater production of the Birth of Christ. That would yeah, be both those cool.
0: things. I would love that. Oh man, if you had if you had a Jim Henson crash scene, I was
2: just <laughs> thinking like Muppet First Christmas.
1: Mm-hmm. All <laughs> oh, those Muppet donkeys and talking yeah, and vegetables. Ma- <laughs> and Mary is
0: played by Lou Zealand, and the baby <laughs> Jesus is blasted out and ba- boomerangs back to her, and it's a fish. <laughs>
1: Mary, Um, Mother of Cod, am I right? Oh, God. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) That's a real New Zealand kind of joke. It is. (laughs) You're absolutely right. The sweetest Uh, chef
2: is the uh, innkeeper who turns them away. Yes, I like that, too. (laughs) (laughs) They just leave because they don't know what he's saying. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: He's like, he says a bunch of nonsense, and then they're like, "I guess that means we can't stay here. We'll go out to the barn." And then he comes back with like pillows for them, and he's like, "Where did they go?" <laughs> that is a genuine Muppets <laughs> joke I just made. Oh my yes, god!
2: I I'm excited for the like fourth episode of this Passion of the Muppets. <laughs>
0: Wait, this is a mini. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be
2: the whole life of Jesus. <laughs> oh, I love this. So, got it's oh, the man. Muppet. It's the Muppet Gospel. <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. You have long wanted to see Gonzo crucified.
2: <laughs> yeah. We, no, we, he would definitely be Barabbas,
1: who they uh, love so much that he doesn't get crucified, right? Yeah. yeah. of course. But then, I was trying to
0: think which Muppet would be Jesus, and I feel like Kermit is too on the nose. Uh,
1: the one everybody Foz- hates? Bozzie the... Bear?
2: Maybe. I don't want any of the Muppets that are coded to be old-timey Jewish comedians to be crucified, because that feels weird. True. Mm. So that puts Gonzo and Fozzie right out. I think we're only left with Kermit or Scooter.
1: Yeah. Scooter, maybe. I
2: can see Scooter. (laughs) Scooter as Jesus. Why didn't... God, that sucks.
0: Is there... (laughs) Could I make an argument for Rolf
2: the dog? Yeah, okay. I'm okay with that. Sure. I think people would they also might. get mad about uh about it not being a white guy. Yeah, I was going to say he is kind of coded
0: to be like a black like jazz musician, so yeah. maybe not great.
2: Well, I I think that it would make the right people angry. We all everyone for some reason agrees that Kermit is a white guy. I guess cuz he's always been voiced by a white guy. Mm. But has any well. but like, no no one thinks of Elmo as, as black, do they? He's only ever been performed by a black Muppeteer.
1: I can't think about these things. <laughs> I don't think that I've put a lot of thought into
2: the races of the
0: Muppets because they're animals.
2: Right, but sometimes cartoon characters and stuff yeah, like that, you're like, are. you're like, Goofy in the Goofy movie, That's that's a black family. Like, that's... Largely accepted, oh, I think. Yes.
0: And, okay. Yeah, I, I can see it. I had never really thought about it, but is, I'm on board. And Sonic
2: is the Hedgehog, Hedgehog is also go? black.
1: I don't yeah. know about that. I, you can make a case. I don't think he's inherently black. I think he might be Latino. Uh, no, that's not. That
2: Knuckles is Afro Caribbean. He's the closest we get.
1: Oh, no. Does he have a backstory? <laughs> does Knuckles uh, have a
2: backstory? No, but he wears, like, the Jamaican flag colors and has dreadlocks.
1: Okay. I was In gonna say, as far art
2: that Jeff drew, and he <laughs> well, he does live as... on a on an island too.
1: They all do, don't they?
2: No, just Knuckles no, lives on an Angel Island. 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 About it.
1: Mm, good point, man.
2: Mm, except for okay. No Man. No, wait, No I I Man is an out. island. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I want to point Mamba out that there island.
1: is a Muppet Clifford who is clearly a black man, even though he is purple.
0: Yes, that's true. <laughs> I mean, he was, like, intentionally a black man, though. What about...
1: It's rare that they make a Muppet that's just supposed to be a person, because usually yeah. they're supposed to be the serious one. Yes. Wasn't he a catfish? No, he just had uh, crazy tendrils for some reason.
2: Because he's, a... sure he... he's a catfish, right? He's
1: not a catfish! He's a man. <laughs> he's a human Muppet man.
2: He's the hip Muppet, it says, according to the Muppet wiki. <laughs> uh, that is a loaded... <laughs> Three letter word right there.
0: Yeah, it is. It's weird though because he is incredibly cool.
2: <laughs> oh, it says uh it says he is somewhat reminiscent of a catfish, but he is just a humanoid Muppet.
0: Hmm. Huh. He was good. Yeah. I thought Muppets Tonight was underrated.
1: Yeah, I thought so too. Um, Although I didn't like their second chance more recently at being a the mm, one
0: that was trying to be the TV office. Show.
1: Yeah, didn't like
0: that. Well, it's trying to be the Office. I don't know why they. Oh, didn't I liked
2: write- the one that was that was basically 30 Rock, Muppets no. Thirty Rock. I liked that yeah. one. I didn't like I the more recent one trips. where it was like, "What if the Muppets had a TikTok on YouTube?" The like Disney Plus <laughs> one. That one was kind of. Yeah. I haven't watched I I that. One. One. I watched one episode. It was like there's one or two laugh-out-loud jokes in this, but the premise of it, it is too upsetting to me psychically.
0: I didn't <laughs> like how many jokes in the, the 30 Rock one were kind of about Fozzie fucking a human
2: woman. No, I think that's really good. <laughs> oh, no! <God. laughs> he, was, what, he was dating Gillian Jacobs, is that right? Or no, Ricky it's, Lindholm, it's the, right.
0: The woman from um, Garfunkel and O's. Yeah, Ricky yeah, Lindholm. Ricky Lindholm
2: that's fun i like that
0: she was very funny they were very funny but the fact that they were engaged that was like a funny joke right up until the moment where fozzy implied that they were having like sexual dysfunction in their relationship and i was like what what are you doing (laughs) yeah (laughs) you cannot do this
1: (laughs) Uh, oh boy So I keep staring... I did
0: like how many jokes were about how much Miss Piggy just wanted to fuck all of the guests on her talk show,
1: though. (laughs) That is good. Yeah,
2: it's obviously funny when Miss Piggy wants to bone. Yes.
1: (laughs) Uh, The one I keep staring at on this list is very sweet and kind of uh, pointless of a question, I think. It's how to join the North American Sea Glass Association. I feel like if you know about such a thing, you are allowed to join. Am I wrong?
0: Surely with something that specific, you could just like type into Google North American Seaglass Association and <laughs> then go to their website and find all the answers there, right?
1: That's what I'm saying. I feel like Good you only really need to ask how to join if it was tough to join, and I don't think it's tough to join this association.
0: Maybe you need to have a certain number of credits in Seaglass already to join, and it's like, oh, well, yeah. how do I get... How do I get my credits (laughs) if I can't join a company that is associated with the North American Sea Glass Association. Yeah. You go up to
1: the big wrought iron gates of the North American Sea Glass Mansion and you have to put enough sea glass that you've collected onto the scales for the doors mm. to open.
2: Mm. You have but to it
0: is illegal for you to possess sea glass mm-hmm. unless you belong to the Sea Glass Association. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they get
2: you. You have to not get caught, so your wanted level goes up every time you collect some bits of sea glass until you solve the puzzle to open the sea glass door. That's
1: right. Yeah.
0: Now, I will say, I typed in North Gla- North American Sea Glass Association, and it took me to seaglassassociation.org, and there's yep. a button at the top of the page that says subscribe.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, I've just joined the North American
2: Sea Glass Association, you guys. This, I think this just subscribes to their newsletter.
1: Yeah, is that too passive for this person who wants yeah, to subscribe?
2: No, jump? I want to be an active member of the Sea Glass Association. There does not seem to be... Uh, 2022 North American Seaglass Festival is uh, May 21st through 22nd,
1: 2022. Okay. In Oregon, Ohio. Hmm. Wait, hold on. Yeah. I notice a flaw
2: in this. Yeah, right? Oregon's not in Ohio.
1: <laughs> <laughs> One. Two, Ohio is not on the coast. <laughs> Why on earth did they have it in Ohio? Uh,
2: yeah, the Maumee weird. Bay Lodge and Conference Center. Um, there is, in the
0: About menu, there's an option that says Join NASCA. Okay.
2: Oh.
0: NASCA. Uh-huh. Um, and, yeah, you have to be a commercial entity. It's not an individual's thing. Oh!
2: oh. That's so interesting.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why this person can't join.
0: But there is just a membership application link. Like, it's not hard.
2: Uh, if so- it
0: costs $250. That's the hardest part. If... If you had
2: glass from Lake Erie, which Maumee Bay is uh, connected to, would that count as sea glass?
1: No. Nope, I knew you are going to say that. Enough. But
2: the they are. Seas have salt water. Lake Erie has, is salty. Mm, I'm going to say no.
1: Not Absolutely salty not enough. sea glass. So
2: why are they having their association meeting <laughs> there?
1: Here's the thing, let's blow this wide open. I think this is, because it's only companies that are allowed to do it, I think this is the front for some kind of weird sex cult, where they're like, oh, just join this association. We're going to have our convention in Ohio. No one will bother us. Mm. It's a weird sex
2: thing. It's a
0: swingers club. Could Mm -hmm. it be that they're selling crystal meth? Is sea,
2: is (gasps) sea glass... Code for crystal. Oh my god! At this time, we are unable to answer emails about specific locations of where to oh hunt and how to drill sea glass.
1: Fuck! This goes all the way to the top, guys.
2: What the hell is sea glass? <laughs> it, it's not what I thought it was at all. If you have to hunt it and drill it, <laughs> it does lend
0: credence to Louisa's thought of it being a sex cult, though. If they mm-hmm. if they hunt and drill, yeah, you know,
2: absolutely,
1: right. yeah, yeah. It all comes together, because there's nothing about this that says anything, that it has anything to do with actual sea glass.
2: Mm -hmm. (sighs) Beach glass comes from freshwater.
1: How to form a neighborhood association.
0: Don't. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, don't. That's bad. You
2: are friggin' narc.
0: Yep. Similarly, how to join a landlord association. Okay, this is easy. Go to a volcano and jump
2: in. Yep. Mm -hmm. Uh, Problem solved. The volcano has to be shaped like a skull, because that's... (laughs) The landlord base. Yeah,
0: if you could only find a copy of the board game Fireball Island, then you just have to beat yourself to death with it. Mm-hmm. What
2: about thirteen thirteen Dead End Drive?
0: That didn't have a gold <laughs> volcano.
2: But can you still use it?
1: Yeah, I can mean, you, you put you can your use head it another the paint? Play guilty. one
2: of the <laughs> best board games of all time. Does that count? Oh, excellent. How to make donations yes. to Sheriff Association? Don't boo.
0: Don't like- Did I tell you guys about my dream of one day owning a home that has a barn so that I could make the barn into a life-size
2: version of 13 Dead End Drives? Yes. Oh, so good. I do like that. (laughs) Matt, that's just a very dangerous escape room that you're designing.
0: Yes, but it's also intellectual property theft.
2: Mm, the the most delicious crime of all.
0: (laughs) Exactly.
1: A lot of these are depressing. Mm Mm-hmm. A lot of these are bad associations that shouldn't exist.
0: How to join a birding association. This is something I've often wondered about. Like, I love the fact that there are people in the world who care about things that I don't care about because it feels very freeing when someone's like, oh, look at that bird. What kind of bird is that? And then they start looking it up and I'm like, I don't give a fuck what kind of bird that is. (laughs) Yeah. I love just looking at these dumb birds. I don't care what they are. I just love them. No,
2: I I need to know. uh, You need to know what kind of bird it is. Or like what kind of plant something is if it's unusual looking. Yeah. Uh, Like I was eating uh, dinner last... Eating
1: some plants outside. Yeah, no, I was eating... (laughs) And you're like, what kind of plants are these?
2: (laughs) I I ordered noodles from a Thai restaurant. There was some vegetable in it that I didn't recognize. Turns out, Uh, fresh peppercorns... Lotus root? Oh, okay. They were like little green balls and I ate one and it was uh, very powerfully spicy. So I'm like, this is probably (laughs) peppercorns, right? And then I looked it up and it was. I tried.
0: I usually, I want to be the kind of person who will just eat whatever the vegetables are that are in my noodle dish. Mm -hmm. Um, And I usually try to just go for it. But sometimes that vegetable is eggplant and then it's like a punishment from God for my trying
2: to be better. That's Eggplant is so nothing to me. Like, I don't think I would recognize it in a dish to avoid it because it's just eggplant nothing. Is like,
0: eggplant is like a curse that's like, I told you not to eat this. <laughs> I warned you, dog, said God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, this shouldn't. The fact that you're eating this it means you deserve the punishment of having to eat this.
1: Huh. Yeah. It's like a sponge that's just a little bit bitter. Mm-hmm. No thanks. It's Sometimes like, you bite down on something in a noodle dish and it turns out to be one of those uh, weird jiggly seaweed pieces. Those are pretty gross. No,
2: I, I don't, I don't mind I, those as
0: much as the weird jiggly cabbage pieces you get in a low main. I do hate
1: cabbage. I, I like cabbage on its own. Don't like it in Chinese food.
2: I generally don't order anything that might have seaweed in it.
1: But agadashi
0: tofu that has that, like, aged fish block with black seaweed bonito grated flakes. over it is mm.
1: so fucking good. What? Bonito flakes. It is very good. Yeah. Is it Bonito flakes? Probably. Yes, the flakes are what come off when you shave it on one of those wood shaving okay. things.
0: Yeah. I, um... Oh, those are so good. Oh, it's like eating fish food, but great. Yeah.
1: <laughs> It is like fish food. That's my one hang-up about it, but I usually can get if past you can, If you could put that
0: out of your mind until you're done eating it, though, it's so good. Bonito is Spanish
2: for nice. Uh, <laughs> one of my dishes I, I like to make is... Um, is <laughs> requires, pow- Thanks, yeah, uh-huh. requires powdered bonito stock. Mm.
0: Uh, Is that, that agadashi? It's the same thing. Uh, it's agedashi, dashi, sorry?
2: yes. Oh, dashi.
0: Okay. Uh, agadashi, I think means with dashi. Yeah. In Japanese, sure, maybe. <clears throat> anyway,
1: sometimes I see
0: agadashi tofu just listed as age tofu, and that makes me feel cool, like I'm friends with it. <laughs> like we got a, we got nicknames for each other. What does age mean
2: then? Just with tofu? I think it's just short for
0: agadashi, but I don't
2: know. Oh
1: man, it's so complicated.
2: I I think age is frayed? Fr- sorry, fried? Why did I say it that way? <laughs> oh no! Because <laughs> uh, karaage is fried chicken. Right. Yeah. So I think oh. agadashi tofu is like uh, fried tofu with dashi. With dashi. Yeah.
1: Huh. Mm, I know is. yaki is grilled. Does this <clears throat> help? <No>.
0: Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, one of the things that I need to eat on my new diet, according to my doctor, is more tofu. And I was like, I absolutely can do that. She didn't. She probably meant to say not fried <laughs> yeah, tofu, I was gonna but say. she
2: didn't say that. <laughs> mm. I so fried I found so a
0: loophole bad. that will kill me.
2: <laughs> can you make tofu taste crispy and delicious in the air fryer? I wonder.
0: Yes. Yeah. I, I actually do it sometimes in the oven, mm. which is basically like a big air fryer, if you think about
2: it. I don't think about well, it. Well, that's
1: pretty good.
0: Yep. I'm going to enjoy it. Anyway, Um, how to prevent fraud against homeowner associations. I want to know how to do fraud against homeowner associations. Yeah. Put up mm. a
1: bunch of cardboard houses and be like, look at these great houses, which are totally yeah, worth money. You probably... You probably need to join the Homeowner Association and then
0: be put in charge of projects and get money for it and then just not do them, right? Is that
1: the fraud? That's usual fraud, right? Taking money and not doing anything with it? <laughs> is that how is that fraud what, works? Is that what fraud is? We'll never be able
2: uh-huh. to join Homeowners Associations, unfortunately, any of us. We don't
1: want to. They're bastards. Uh,
2: yeah. well,
0: I want to own a home just so that I cannot join a Homeowners
1: yeah. Association.
2: I would want to like one of the only reasons i would want to uh like be a wealthy person or own a home is so that i could uh slowly and secretly take over the homeowners association and then dissolve it
0: (laughs) sounds good how would you do this
2: uh what
0: would be step two of this plan
2: (laughs) well i would get i would obviously get on the like board of the homeowners association and then okay that's that's a I need sub-steps in this case. How do you get from I live here to I am on the board? Uh, I would become really involved in the Homeowners Association. Go to all the meetings, make friends, not uh, cause any ruckus.
0: Okay, so you're you're <laughs> going to like materially help the thing that you're trying to destroy before you destroy it. I will
2: mere- so take it down from the inside. I will merely participate in it as an enthusiastic but not neutral or harmful entity. Sorry, not now, helpful Jeff, or harmful entity.
0: Now, Jeff, as a person who's met you, I don't believe you because the very <laughs> yes. first time someone in yes. that homeowners association is like, "Well, yeah, I guess we could do that," but that might encourage you know the wrong elements moving into our neighborhood. You're going to stand up and say, "You're talking about racism, you fucking piece of shit," and then kick a table over. No,
2: I, uh, I, I've. I've put away childish things. I don't I don't even
1: yesterday you were <laughs> arguing with somebody about video game controls.
2: I don't even yell at teenagers anymore. <laughs> anymore. But, I don't yell at them at all.
1: <laughs> but hold on. If you had see, I also agree with Matt, if you had to agree with racists who are like, mm, we shouldn't let people go more than two days without mowing their lawns, right? Mm-hmm. Right everybody? You would flip out. Because yeah, if, these people are the worst. Like, you can't fake it.
0: If someone in small talk w- with you Jeff was like, "Well, we need to keep prevent people from playing their ethnic music too loud. You agree with that, right?" I can't imagine mm. you doing anything other than screaming in their face <laughs> and then pushing them down. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that would be tough. I'd have yeah, to, just I'd to have your to your credit, I'd have to I read would a book. I have to say,
0: that means you're a good person, but you would be a bad member of a home- homeowner's association.
2: Ooh, yeah, that's going to be the next in the, the bad series. Bad Santa, bad moms, bad teachers, <laughs> bad members of a homeowner's association.
0: I mean, I'd watch it. Especially if it was a how-to.
2: <laughs> Who's going to be in this one? Are you going to get a friggin' Matt Damon or something?
0: He'll do anything Uh, now. I I feel like it's gotta be like somebody who until now we thought was serious, but actually they're a real dipshit. Like Helen Marin. I'm gonna say John Cena, no, he did already did comedies. John C. Riley.
1: Mm. Yeah, he's never done anything where he's a dipshit.
2: (laughs) He's the the only guy who can walk that line between being an Academy Award-nominated actor who does dramas (laughs) and being a guy... And being
1: in a parody of Walk the (laughs) Line!
2: Being a a guy who goes on Adult Swim with uh, his hair all weird. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, he doesn't do that so much these days. Yeah. I'm gonna say... Bad Homer's Owners Association starring Helen Murin. Okay.
2: I like it.
1: I said Helen Murin. Wait a minute. Oh,
0: you said that? Okay. That's probably. I hate it. It's a bad idea. No. Uh, I'm going to say Catherine Zeta Jones.
1: (laughs) Fine. I don't care anymore. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) What has Catherine Zeta
2: Jones been up to?
1: she on a TV show? I feel like when people disappear, they have started doing a easy, cushy, lucrative TV show.
2: Oh, yeah, probably. She was probably on some kind of, like, uh, show about a detective who works for the FBI or something.
0: Did they make that (laughs) miniseries of entrapment yet that we've all been clamoring
1: for?
2: Uh, Oh, boy. She Uh uh, She was on a Facebook Watch comedy drama series,
0: uh oh oh facebook okay
2: <laughs> the facebook streaming service
0: for some reason i thought like maybe because we're talking about homeowners associations but i was thinking like a neighborhood watch but <laughs> on facebook
2: <laughs> yeah i kind of keep all the riffraff out of this uh meme group for spongebob enthusiasts
0: yeah i mean you just described moderators spongebob so.
2: enthusiasts <laughs> Sometimes I say a sentence and I'm like, what was that? You remember earlier when we were talking about euphemisms for sex? Cult- yes,
1: I was about to say! The Spongebob. Uh, <laughs> enthusiast.
2: Uh, she has been on a procedural drama called Prodigal Son, and she's playing Morticia Adams in the upcoming Netflix adaptation uh, uh, that follows Wednesday, uh, titled Wednesday. Uh, sure. This is all fine. (laughs) I Um, like the idea of Catherine Zeta-Jones as Morticia. I think that's fun. Um,
1: I don't know. I don't hate it, but I don't like it.
2: Luis Guzman is playing Gomez. Holy crap. That's much better. That's excellent. I'm
1: against that. I'm 100% against it. Here's
0: the thing. Luis Guzman at least makes choices when he acts. And I feel like that's what's needed I'm trying to think of any performance I've ever seen of Catherine Zeta-Jones that I've enjoyed or even remembered. <laughs> with John C. Riley, Yeah, does she do anything with that role, though? I feel like it's very, it's a very, like over-the-plate performance of that character. I ah, fell what asleep about,
2: during that movie.
1: <laughs> what about intolerable cruelty? I thought she did a good job in that, which was is a that comedy. Is
0: where she's a lawyer who falls in love with Jim, George she's, Clooney?
1: She's not a lawyer. No, she's it's Jim a Clooney. She's a professional trophy wife, but she does fall in love with George Clooney, yes. And George Clooney is a lawyer? Yes. who's a,
0: a divorce lawyer? Yes. Hmm... I remember that being fairly funny, but I also remember it mainly being funny when George Clooney did things, because he's actually a comedy actor that no one realized for the first 20 years of his career. Yeah.
2: Oh, my God. Tim Burton's directing this. Oh, Oh, man. That's so weird. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense, obviously. Like, now thinking about it, like, yeah, why hasn't there been an Addams Family (laughs) directed by Tim Burton yet? Uh, But the fact that it's the Netflix spinoff about wednesday is really strange do we know who's yeah. playing
0: wednesday uh
2: it is a child actress named jenna ortega
0: wait it's her as a
1: child
2: yeah it's is a, a fun- it's a coming of age drama where she's like going from being a, a we already
1: had that news called adam's family values yes thank
2: you shut it down she was like 12 in that
1: she fucking it was a coming of age story about I fucking thought, Wednesday Adams. Is
2: what that was? <laughs> yeah, this us. is a series now, so it's better. Ah! <laughs>
1: I thought for sure
0: you were going to say that it was going to that it was about her as a grown up like dealing yeah. with her weird parents, which would be fucking incredible.
2: No, I, would I wouldn't that. want that would be so good. I wouldn't want a series about normal Wednesday Adams having outgrown no, her she, she's not phase, then she's not dealing with her weird parents because she's yes, weird she too.
0: Jeff it's it is a metaphor for all millennials trying to fit in in a workplace that was built for their parents generation. She is a she is a weird person who is brought up by weirdos, but she has to try to fit in in the modern corporate culture to have a job so that she can support herself. Fair this would be a great show and you know I'm right so
2: I thought
1: it was going to be exactly like uh, the Sabrina the Teenage Witch they made where it's like now
0: sexy version,
2: yeah. Evil. yeah yeah
0: yeah I didn't watch all of that Sabrina the Teenage Witch but I do love the idea of like this cutesy witch from Archie Comics and it's like yeah but she did sign a pact with the actual devil yeah <laughs> I do love that she sold her soul to Satan in the first season of that show, for sure. She sells her soul to Satan and
2: her boyfriend goes to hell. Archie Comics is cool now. <laughs> Jughead's in a gang.
1: This is what River da- Riverdale is, though, right? Yeah,
2: Jughead's in a gang on Riverdale. Yeah. That's why I said that.
1: <laughs> uh, I mean, he was in a
0: gang in the Archie Comics, too. It was just a
1: gang that wore raccoon
0: coats. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Fixed up old jalapenos. That That's what kids did then, right? And ate hamburgers. <laughs> yeah, his
2: his his, uh, his senpai in the gang was wimpy from Popeye. I couldn't think of the English word for senpai. I'm sorry, everyone. It's fine.
1: Okay, kaku. <laughs>
0: How does anyone think that the police are not an evil organization when one of the questions on this list is how to get a police benevolent association card? Yeah. Like, I need a card that says, please, please, daddy, police, don't ram your baton down my throat.
2: I. It's very fun that we have get out of jail free cards. And by very fun, I mean, it sucks.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Uh, yeah, Police Benevolent <laughs> Association is the most obvious, like, <laughs> are we the bad guys moment for the police, I feel like. The fact that that di- didn't wake anyone up to the idea that this is an extortion scheme is crazy. Yeah,
1: This one I don't understand. Maybe you guys know what these words mean in this sequence, and I don't, but... How to <clears throat> do the theater owners' booking associations break in tap dancing...
0: Yeah, no, I don't know that either. Okay. Is that the name of a move? Because that's extremely complicated.
1: I'm like, it's just part of the name of a play or movie that I don't know?
0: I don't understand. I have to find out. I'm trying to parse it in different ways where it's like, how to do the theater owner's booking (laughs) associations break.
1: (laughs) How to break into tap dancing. Uh, So
2: there Uh, is, the theater owner's booking association was a vaudeville circuit. Oh, uh, okay. in the twenties for African American performers. Okay. Okay. Um, and I guess there's some sort of signature move associated with it.
0: What if there, if there is, why wouldn't you call it the Toba break? I don't know. It's so much shorter.
2: Yeah. Uh, this is where Ma Rainey was a performer, oh. as in that movie that came out somewhat recently that I don't know anything about besides the title.
1: I don't know much about it, but Jen really enjoyed it, so... That movie is based on a play, I think, right?
2: I think so. Probably. Uh, Oh, yeah, there's a bunch of people who are on this circuit. uh, Your Louis Armstrongs and and (coughs) Duke Ellingtons are on here. It's fun. I wouldn't say any of those people were tap dancers, so who
1: is this tap dancer doing the dancing? Good
2: question.
1: The theater owner. Oh, okay.
2: The theater owner did tap dancing.
0: Now makes sense. No, actually his booking association did
2: tap uh, dancing. They, there's
1: so many qualifiers on this. They do,
2: they do call it the Toba Break, Matt.
0: This, we can, okay, well then yeah. this person... Okay, that's why this person can't figure out how to do it. Also known
2: as the Shim Sham.
0: Oh. That's a better name. Yeah. I like that.
1: I do like that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, this has been fun.
1: <laughs> Jeb wants to go. <laughs>
0: that's fine Um, well thanks for listening to the show everyone if you like the show please rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice and tell your friends about the show so we can continue to grow and uh, if you want to get in touch with us you can find us on twitter at hackthenetpod or you can uh, join our discord to talk to us by sending us a message on Mastodon I'm at Matt Heron at mastodon.online I'm
2: also on places on the internet weaponizedlanguage.com is where all my stuff is
1: And you can find me on Mastodon at louisa at mastodon.xyz.
0: All right. Well, thanks for coming out, everyone. Uh, Please continue to listen. Come back next week. But in the meantime, don't forget you can fuck up on the internet in so many ways.
2: I'm not sure other people are into it.
1: Eat your donuts.